Welcome to Self-Compassionate Professor, a career wellness podcast for mid-career and recovering academics who want more. More meaning, balance, rest, joy, and more clarity. Our motto here is no regrets. So glad you're here. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 151. I'm Danielle Delamar. I want to take a second and talk about sort of the tiny callings that you get um, on a daily basis, right? Like, I feel called to reach out to this person and email them, or I feel called to check out this new yoga studio, or I feel called to journal about the fact that I never want to go to campus. These little tiny callings are so very important to hear and should be taken seriously, because this is the deal your sort of career vision. Like, I want my career to look like this, and that's not what it looks like. I want it to feel like that, and that's not what it feels like. Not at this point, right? So many people who listen to this podcast are in career crisis. And what we know is that something about our work as it is now is not working for us. We know that. And then it gets really hard to move forward once you know that. Like, okay, so then what do I do? What is my vision? Like, where do I go? Putting together a vision for your future, like this is what I want to see happen, can be this like stressful, anxiety-provoking, overwhelming, giant step that feels like so much pressure, right? Like, how do I create a vision for my career? Like, how do I make a turn and start walking in a different direction? That's hard. But let me tell you what's a lot easier. Listening for the little tiny baby callings that you get on a daily basis. Not the big, huge calling. The calling that says this is my purpose. But like the baby ones. For me, one of the the little callings that I got when I was in my tenure track job was that I would every once in a while notice that I felt really lonely and isolated and cut off from my colleagues. I had a department that was really um, close. Everyone really supported each other. They were friends. But because I was always so worried about not getting everything done, I often didn't join in sort of the banter in the in the reception area. I would often shut my door so that I didn't have to, you know, get bothered by colleagues and by students. But every once in a while, I would sit in my office and hear them laugh and tell stories and joke And my door would be shut, but I could hear them, right? I was pretty close to the reception area. And I would just feel a little pain in my heart. And then I would ignore it, (laughs) right? Look at the stack of papers that needed to be graded or whatever the urgent task was at the time. And then promptly forget about it. And I forgot about it so well. I buried it so well that I forgot that I had these little moments of like longing to be with my colleagues. 
I totally forgot until, you know, after I left my job, it wasn't until years later that I was like, oh my God, I used to have those little moments of sadness that I wasn't hanging out with them, that I wasn't connecting to them. So if we're going to really listen to those little callings, right, if we're really going to move in the direction of career wellness, of self-compassion, we have to pause enough, we have to slow down enough to hear the little callings. I really, really valued connection, but I would not allow myself to connect because it would take time out of my day. And so instead, I sort of suffered in isolation. And in that place of isolation, I got more stressed and more anxious and felt unsupported, felt like I couldn't trust anyone around me. I needed to be held. I needed to be listened to and cared for and I needed to connect to other people more often and more deeply than I was. And my spirit knew that, right? It was telling me that in those moments when I felt those little painful longings that I would ignore. And of course, there were others that I didn't ignore. Like, I think I want to teach mindfulness. Um, And so I went and got training so that I could teach my students mindfulness. Ooh, I think I want to teach mindful self-compassion again. I got training to become a mindful self-compassion teacher. There were some things that were calling me that I could hear, and I took those things seriously. But there were other things, and I really believe that the other things that I didn't hear, like the needing more connection, those were the things that I needed more than anything. But they were also the things that scared me the most. They were the things that I didn't want to confront. In those tiny, tiny little moments when I was longing for connection, I was unable to regulate my nervous system enough, right? Calm it down enough to actually seek the connection, right? It was way too scary for me. I was so worried that I wasn't going to get things done. I was so afraid that I didn't have enough time. I was so worried that I was too incompetent, and I needed way more time than the average person to do the same work um, because I was so scared, because I had imposter syndrome so badly. My nervous system was so dysregulated. I was so anxious, and turning into connection was just not something I could have done at the time. It was too scary, and so it was best to just kind of ignore it, right? It was best to pretend I didn't feel those feelings. This is the deal. So many of us are feeling a sense of time poverty, like we're not good enough, we're not worthy enough. And if we're considering leaving academia, maybe we're scared that we just can't because we don't have the money to do that, right? And so there's these feelings of lack and scarcity all the time, like I can't do it, I can't do it because I don't have what I need. And if I don't have what I need and if I'm scared that I'm not going to have what I need, my nervous system is going to get really dysregulated, right? And I'm going to get into fight, flight, or freeze. And I'm not going to be able to hear the little C callings, right? Because I'm going to be too panicked. I'm going to be too afraid. And when I can't hear those tiny callings, 
I can't walk a self-compassionate career path. I can't begin to pave one, right? Because I'm walking in fear and I'm just trying to put out fires and, you know, not make people mad and please people and prove that I'm worthy. Like there's all these distractions when you're scared and you're in a fight, flight, freeze state and you don't hear your inner wisdom. You don't hear that little voice when it calls out to you. And when you can't hear those little callings, you can't build a different future, a different way of being in your career. I mean, you can, <laughs> you just won't build something that is supportive of you, right? Like you can definitely build one in a dysregulated state. You can build a new future. But what will happen is that you'll find yourself in the exact same place where your needs aren't being met. It's just you're doing it in a different job or in a different position or in a different line of research or whatever it is, right? So as you all know, the sabbatical program is open for enrollment right now. It will be open until January 30th. And one of the most important things we do in that program is hold space for you so that you can hear the tiny callings. We support you when those tiny callings feel scary. We help you to practice being in your body so that you can regulate your nervous system. We practice soothing your nervous system when something feels scary. We essentially make space for your inner wisdom. We advocate for your inner wisdom. And honestly, when your inner wisdom comes into contact with the inner wisdom of others in the group, it's like an explosion, right? It's like this huge amplified wisdom. And you have access to these possibilities and these new perspectives that you wouldn't have had access to without the group. Sabbatical is a one-year program because it takes time to practice these skills. It takes time to feel really grounded. It takes time to feel the stability in your body. And it takes time to hear the tiny little daily callings that eventually lead you to a vision that is something you probably would never have imagined for yourself. It takes community. It takes being held by a group. Join us in the sabbatical program. It's a year where we make space for you to rest, to come into contact with your inner wisdom, to self-dialogue, to hear your daily callings, to be with other people who are doing the same hard work you are. We meet every Friday at 11.30 a.m. Eastern, 8.30 Pacific. The cost of the program is $2,100 for the year, or you can pay monthly, $180 a month. What you'll learn in the program will change you for good. You will be able to pave a self-compassionate career path, and you'll be able to take these skills with you for the rest of your life, right? I mean, what is that worth to you? There's also a private podcast, one-to-one -one coaching, and a community forum if you're interested in doing the deep inner work to pave a path that supports you, to pave a path that supports the kind of career you want to have, join us. You're invited. And if you're not sure, if you have questions, schedule a consult with me.
registration ends January 30th. All right, that's all I got for today. Um, think about the sabbatical program. It might just be for you. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to Self-Compassionate Professor. This normally would be the time I tell you where you can follow me on social media, but I'm mostly quitting social media. It's the self-compassionate thing to do. I'm still on LinkedIn, but uh, I rarely post. So don't follow me. Send me a connection request and send me a message. And as always, you can schedule a 20-minute consult at selfcompassionateprofessor.com. And I'm sending a wish that you too will do the self-compassionate thing, whatever that is for you. Take care.